Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes with CNM. It is M here with another solo show, but we got a couple things to talk about today. So let's get right on into it. So as we saw the other day, the Nuggets they took a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals. They took both games in Miami by pretty convincing margins. Uh, Miami just was not really ready to play ultimately, and Jimmy just has not been that playoff Jimmy that we've seen in previous series. He's had a couple spurts and a couple moments, but we haven't really seen anything be put together for a full game. We haven't seen a full game, you know, unfortunately. Um, Caleb Martin definitely has not been the Caleb Martin of the Celtics series at all. He's been kind of off. They said he was dealing with a little bit of a sickness or something those first couple of games. But after that, still, he hasn't really done a whole lot. And all the people that were really effective for the Heat these previous series, you know, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, you know, Kyle Lowry has been able to turn it on. I mean, he had a great, great game yesterday. He was able to provide a huge, huge spark for them off the bench, hit some major threes. He got some great assists, but it just ultimately just wasn't enough. You know, those undrafted players that have really done so, so much throughout these playoffs, they just kind of have been a no-show for the most part. Or if some of them have shown in certain games, but then, you know, the other ones that didn't come along for the ride, and that's what made, has made the Heat so effective is that it was Jimmy and then it was, you know, two or three other players that came along for the ride. And unfortunately, it's been maybe, you know, Vincent coming, you know, Vincent being the go-to guy or, you know, uh, you know, Bam being that guy, but then Jimmy or none of the other players that we really have come to know throughout the series, you know, even Struess, Max Struess, they haven't been able to all come together for a game and be really effective. They did it in game two, which is why they won. You know, Duncan Robinson was able to, you know, pretty much have that huge, massive fourth quarter, which Bruce Brown had last night for the Nuggets, which really spurred them to victory ultimately because Jokic, was in a bunch of foul trouble, had five fouls, you know, so he had to sit for about five minutes, but the Nuggets, they were pretty effective in that time period. I mean, they didn't struggle at all, which they had been doing the entire season without Jokic on the floor. Their 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 plus minus was awful without him, but they were very, very good yesterday, and that's mainly because of Bruce Brown, so he was very effective for them. You know, and Jamal Murray has just been out of his mind this entire playoffs anyway. You know, he's really has come to show that what he did in the bubble is very much who he is. So welcome to the league. Welcome to Superstar at Almost. They have two stars. There's no doubt about that. And they're going to be together for a very, very long time. You know, but the Heat, unfortunately, just haven't been able to have that spark like they had in game two when Duncan Robinson was able to get those 10 quick points. And that really changed the game around. They've just been completely outmatched and out muscle the past two games, you know. And I know that Jimmy's talking about, you know, they got to go get three straight and, you know, they're going to play hard, they're going to compete and everything. And I have no doubt about that. I mean, the Heat deserve everything they've they've gotten so far, for sure. You know, I didn't even expect them to make it past the first round. And I'm a Heat fan simply because of the way they have been playing all year and how much they struggled and just to get into the playoffs, you know. They, they got completely blown out by the Hawks in the first playing game, and then they were three minutes from being out of the playoffs altogether when they played the Bulls. But something in that playing game that, that turned it around for them and spurred it around. So, you know, it's it's been a hell of a ride to see and stuff. I don't think it's going to end in a championship, unfortunately. I do think this is where the Cinderella story is probably going to stop. 
but it's been a hell of a ride. It's been great to see. It's been a great playoffs. I know a lot of people were talking crap about it. There wasn't a whole lot of stars or whatever, but it's been a great playoffs because it's just been a, a bunch of great basketball at the end of the day, you know. Um, but Jimmy just really hasn't been himself, and, and Bam had a, has had a great couple of games and stuff, but Jimmy not really doing much that hasn't really been helpful to them and even when they have been you know they've scored a bunch of points like they both did the other day they weren't effective in those in those moments together or in their shot attempts you know and then nobody else really came along for that ride like I said you know I think ultimately they probably are going to be a piece away so maybe potentially they are in like the Damian Lillard sweepstakes or you know if the Celtics feel like breaking up the Brown and Tatum you know du- duo then maybe that's the sweepstakes they're in or something, or a Bradley Beal, the Wizards are really about to hit reset mode, which they probably need to hit for, like, the past six to seven years, to be completely honest, you know, so I think they probably need to get another piece, because, I mean, Tyler Hero, you know, they, they've been talking about he was going to return for the past, what, two games at least, they said potentially he was going to come back for that game two, he didn't, they said game three, and then they said game four, now, I don't really see a purpose. I think the Nuggets are probably going to close it out at home on Monday. And if they don't do it, I believe the next game is, what, Wednesday? So, Nuggets in five or six. But I had picked the Nuggets all along to win it all way, way back when the play- playoffs even started in the first place. You know, they were going to be able, they were going to be here. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised because I already had said that, you know. But, um, at this think it's, they're going to need something, they're going to need something more. You know, they, they have to get somebody else. You know, Jimmy is a star, and he's a superstar when playoffs come around. Bam is a star, but you need to have, you know, another piece. Bam, I don't really think you can win with Bam being your second best player. I think you've got to go get somebody else, or there needs to be some growth from within maybe. You know, we've seen Tyler Hero both be a six-man, because he won six-man of the year and a starter, but I don't believe he's going to be a star. You know, but maybe we just need to see some more from him. But he's been really, really good so far. But I don't think we're going to see him anymore in these playoffs. Because, I mean, honestly, at this point, what's the point for it? You know, what would be the purpose? You know, you don't know how fast he would acclimate back to game action anyway. And, you know, it, it would only be for maybe a game, maybe two games. So I don't really see the purpose of bringing him back. I mean, they're going to do what they, they feel is right at the end of the day, but I don't really see the purpose of bringing him back at this point. You know, I think it's very clear now that the Nuggets are just the better team. You know, we're going to always put up a hell of a fight because the Heat are known for Heat culture, being scrappy, hustling, you know, defending like crazy and and everything, just having that dog in them, basically. But... I just think that now it's kind of showing through the cracks that there's just not enough. Because <laughs> when you have Aaron Gordon going off for 27 <laughs> on the other team, you're probably not going to win that game, you know. Because I don't think we consider Aaron Gordon to be a star or anything like that. But he's a really, really good player. He takes the team's toughest assignments. You know, he's taken Jimmy and he's taken uh, uh, when they played the, uh, goodness gracious, hold on. When they've played, when they've played these other teams in the playoffs, they- he's always taken their best player, you know. So he is able to take the t- toughest task, but also you know create something for his own on the other end as well. As we as we saw, I mean, he was just just cutting and slashing and you know doing 
making threes. It was just amazing last night for them. I mean, that's, and that's tough to beat. When I mean, that's that's really tough to beat. That is. So, you know, kudos to him, you know, going back to his magic days and when he was doing the dunk contest stuff, nobody really saw that. But now he's really having his breakout because of his situation and fit with the Nuggets. They're using his skill set and his abilities to the best of their abilities and to what works best for them, best, best works for them and him as well. And that's why he's able to be as good as he is in his role, you know. Everybody on that team seems to understand their role, you know, and even with Jokic being out, they're still very, very deadly. And we were able to see that the other day. So congrats to the Nuggets, because I believe I'm going to be saying congrats to the Nuggets anyway. But it's been a really good series. Like I said, nothing but hoops. Love to see it. You know, the Heat will definitely not go down without a fight. So maybe they do slip up and win game five. That's why I say it goes to six. But I'm not seeing three straight games as going to a game seven. No. The Nuggets are going to win one of these next three games for sure. So, but shout out to them. It's been a great finals, been a lot of great playoff games that we've had. So super duper exciting about that. I'm going over to our next topic here. So we have a little bit more information about the John Morant situation. Essentially, they know his team is saying that it was a toy gun or whatever, whatever. But yeah, here we are yet again seeing him not take accountability and responsibility for his actions. Regardless if it was a toy gun or a real gun or not, it does not matter. The NBA does not condone that. It's in their policies. You know these policies and things like that. When you agree to be part of an organization, you agree to their rules and their policies, regardless if you like it or not. You know? So the thing about it is for me is if he really feels that way that he needs to have a gun or he needs to have this thing, if he feels like he's that unsafe, then you need to hire some security and and let them have the pieces, you know, let them have a gun. You don't need to show that you about that or act like you hard or nothing like that. Or if you do want to do that, do that in the comfort of your home. You don't have to post it. I think sometimes, especially with my generation, we feel like we got to post every little thing that we're doing. And is you don't have to do that. You don't have to post every single thing that you're doing. You can be doing whatever you want to do in your crib. You ain't going to let nobody know nothing. We would not have even known that he had a gun or he was playing with a toy gun or whatever had it not been televised. You know what I'm saying? Had it not been on IG Live. It, it's just he keeps finding himself in these circumstances and in these situations, and then he comes back or his team comes back with these excuses for him. And it's like at the end of the day, you're going to get a punishment. Accept that. It's going to be a long punishment. Accept that. Because the NBA is tired of playing these games with you. You know, you had just found yourself in this situation not even two months ago, and then two months later, you do the same exact thing. You gonna tell the commissioner you was apologetic and you was sorry. You sent out an apology and all this stuff. You know you went to the rehab or whatever happened down in Florida, and then here we are yet again with the same thing, the same thing. There's been no lesson that was learned because you did the same thing. You know, and it's just really, really unfortunate because he's super duper talented. He's an amazing basketball player. He's probably one. Of the, he's probably one of the most athletic specimens that we've seen in the past couple of years you know he's exciting to watch play you know he's definitely put Memphis on the map as far as you know them playing basketball because they haven't really had that since the Mike Conley and and Zach Randolph days you know the grit and grind era (laughs) but 
it's just like it's it's like all this attention and stuff. It's like it's almost too much for him because now he don't know what to do with all of it. He feel like he got to do this. And he feel like he got to do that. You know, and it's like it's one up as one apology after another. You know, it was a toy gun. It was this, it doesn't matter. You broke the rules. You broke the policy. You're going to have a punishment, and it's probably going to be very severe because the NBA is going to want to make an example of him for sure and show show any other players that want to even consider thinking about doing this. This is what's going to happen. So you can do this, but you got 25, 30 game suspension automatically. So you do what you want, but this is what you're going to have to deal with at the end of the day. You know, so it's it's like I said, it's unfortunate that they continuously keep making excuses for him. At some point, you have got to take accountability and responsibility for your actions because you're the person that did it. Nobody else made you do it. Nobody else made you pick up that gun. Nobody made you wave it. Nobody made you do anything you didn't want to do. You're a grown person and he a grown man at the end of the day. So he had choices and decisions to make, and he made those choices. So now he's going to have to live with those decisions and whatever may come with them. You just have to accept it at this point because you're not going to be able to talk yourself, talk your way out of this one or talk yourself out of this one. Maybe he, maybe it could have been talked away, you know, the two months ago when it happened because it was able to be talked away. But this time, no, it, it won't happen this time. It can't. It can't. At some point, there has to be something that's going to make him snap out of it and make him choose which way he want to go. Does he want to continue to be the NBA player that he is, that has these Nike deals and uh, you know, Powerade deals and all this stuff, even though he's lost some of these deals because of these incidences? Or do you want to go do that? You know, you want to be out in the streets because you can't do both. You know, you cannot do both. You got to pick one. And whatever one you pick, you got to be able to live with. That's it. So. You know, hopefully he does, you know, get the help that he needs or do whatever he needs to do so that he can, you know, make the decision and, and be the best person for himself. Because outside of basketball, you got to be the best person for yourself. you got to be the best person for yourself and be able to reach, you know, whatever goals that you have for yourself, first and foremost. Because you're, you're your most important person at the end of the day. So hopefully this was a wake-up call for him. A true, true wake-up call, you know. That will help him to really see the error of his actions and really want to change his ways so that he can be able to do what he has been blessed with and what God has blessed him with and what he loves to do. Or if you don't want to do that, then, you know, move on from it, you know, move on from it, because at the end of the day, the choice is yours. It's not anybody else's choice, but you've got to you've got to make that decision and you're the only person that can make that decision. So hopefully he'll be able to learn from that and be able to be the best version of himself that he can be after this is over. And then going over a little bit to the NFL side, so we talked a little bit about D-Hop, you know, and where he's potentially going to Ravens. He had a Titans visit. Now he might have a Patriots visit. I think it's going to be very interesting. I mean, any of those places, I mean, the Titans really haven't been the same since they traded A.J. Brown. You know, they did try to, you know, draft his replacement in Traylon Burks, but he really wasn't that effective in his first year, you know, but they kind of have had a revolving door there at that quarterback position because once Tannehill got hurt last last season, they had to go get Joshua Dobbs. They tried Malik Willis, and, and none of those really worked, so that's why they want to go get Will Levis now. And it's just it's just crazy up there in Tennessee. They're, they're, they're probably going to have to rebuild because now, you know, Derrick Henry's been alleged to be on the trading block, and maybe he is, maybe he's not. Only Only time will tell. 
But he could definitely go there, go be a number one receiver, you know, teach them young guys because they don't really have a number one right now anyway. I mean, Traylon Burke has the potential. I mean, uh, Burks, Traylon Burks I mean, uh, has the potential, but he's not quite there yet, you know. Just need kind of some guidance, some a vet that's done it, been there and done that already. Uh, Ravens, the same thing. You know, they've been trying to rebuild their wide receiver room, and they've done that with OBJ and Zay Flowers. However, you know, OBJ is coming off his injuries and things like that, so he hasn't played in a year. And then Zay Flowers, you know, they're worried about his stature and all that type of stuff. But the kid can play. I mean, the guy really can play, honestly. So he was a first-round pick for a reason, you know. But D-Hawk could easily go in there, and that would be – I think that would be pretty tough, especially in that division, you know, the Browns and Steelers. You know that that's that's a pretty tough division with just with that. So, I mean, you don't you gonna need pieces to to go against those those two those two or three teams in that division anyway, and go against the entire AFC as a whole. You know, Chiefs are there, Chargers. Um, you know, Steelers are gonna always be in. It, like I said, the Patriots, Dolphins. You know that the Bills. It's going to be tough, so you know, they're going to need to have all the weapons to make sure that, you know, Lamar Jackson can be his most, you know, efficient and effective self, you know, because they can't do it through him running all the time, even though that is going to always still be a very important aspect of his game. But with the Patriots now, that's very interesting because, <clears throat> you know, they signed Juju, they had Kendrick Bourne up there, they had, they had signed Tyquan Thornton and things like that. They, I mean, they drafted Tyquan Thornton last year, but he didn't really play because of injury, but... That that could be really interesting. He could really Juju's not really a number one receiver. He's more of a number two. So I think D Hop could go up there and definitely be a, a number one receiver. I mean, Bill Belichick. They some of them some people consider him to be like the number one uh, coach of all time in football. So you know maybe that interests D Hop. I mean, I guess it really be about quarterback play. Do you really put Mac Jones up there and like the upper echelon of quarterbacks? Uh, no, <laughs> you know, I mean, is he good? Yes, but is he one of those top-tier guys? Not not really, and that's a tough division. The Dolphins are in that division. The Bills are in that division, you know, so that that's that's tough, um, but hey, anything's possible. Anything's possible for sure, but that's, that's tough. Um, I mean, it's ultimately, I guess it really is the important, I guess it really does come down to what's really important for D-Hop at the end of the day, what is he really looking for? Is he looking for the money? Is he looking for, you know, a chance to compete or whatever, whatever, you know. But we we'll keep monitoring that situation. Surprise cut, though, was Dalvin Cook was cut. I mean, I would say that he was probably the Vikings' second most important player behind Justin Jefferson. Uh, so that was definitely a surprise. But, I mean, obviously they feel like they can get better somewhere else. Uh, they didn't want to pay him his next contract, which has pretty much become the norm when it comes to running backs getting closer and closer to age 30. They feel like they're going off a steep cliff, but Dalvin Cook has been very, very good. Several thousand yard seasons, several Pro Bowls, you know, double digit touchdowns. So it's very, very surprising, but they think that he might go back to, you know, the Dolphins, which would, I mean, I mean, not the Dolphins, but to Florida where the Dolphins are which would make them even more lethal because they have a hell of a defense with, you know, Jim Ramsey being on there and, um, you know, Byron, no, Byron Jones not there no more. Xavier Howard, because that, that's a top cornerback duo right there. Jalen Phillips being on that line. Then you have two on the other side of the ball, and you know, and Tyreek Hill <laughs> and Jalen Waddle. You know, that's really, really crazy. And to put him in the backfield would just be insane. So, Definitely going to be a story to watch out for. Um, you know, maybe he goes to the Bills. So that's where his brother's at because that would maybe that probably 
that might be a move to put the Bills over the top. They haven't really had that type of a runner anyway. So that that could be an interesting dynamic. So the Bills, I would say, would be a team to watch out for. The Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys are always in discussion for any top player, but shoot, we don't ever get them. So, but, you know, we'll monitor that decision, that situation. But I think more than likely, if anything happens with the Cowboys when it comes to the running back position, it's going to be Zeke being signed to another contract. That'll be about it. But, uh... You know, I think those are probably his most likely landing spots. But, you know, there could always be dark horse spot, dark horse spots out there, you know. Uh, but I'm going to definitely go with the Dolphins, the Bills, and Cowboys being his top landing spots for sure. So D-Hop, I got the Ravens, the Titans, and Ravens, the Titans, and the Patriots. I, you know, that's what we're, that's what we're hearing. That's where he's taking visits at. You know, um, and then Cook, he's going to be either a Dolphin, Cowboy, or Bill. But we'll see. Keep monitoring the situation. But anyways, y'all, I appreciate y'all listening, turning up, sharing, liking, following, doing everything y'all been doing. The support has been so, so crazy. I am so thankful for each and every one of y'all. Over 13,000 of y'all. On the Twitter page and over 100, 200 of y'all on Facebook. It's just been crazy to see all the love and all the countries that, you know, we are in. It's great to see that. I'm super, super excited as we continue to go along this journey. Y'all just keep supporting, keep doing what y'all do. Y'all ever have any ideas, anything that y'all want to talk about, y'all want to ever come on the show, just hit any one of those DMs, comment, interact, because I'm always on there commenting and interacting, following y'all, seeing who, seeing what y'all talking about and what do y'all want to talk about. So let it be known. Speak up. <laughs> Enjoy hearing from y'all, interacting with y'all, and having a good time with y'all at the end of the day. But thank y'all so much for the support and love again. I appreciate it. See, appreciates it. Hopefully he'll be able to come back soon. He's got some personal stuff that he dealing with and taking care of at the moment. Nothing bad, but just taking care and business at the end of the day. But we both appreciate it. We love y'all. We thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening each and every time that we post. And we're going to see y'all in the next one. I love y'all. Peace.